following this Ohio train derailment situation? Uh, very briefly. So not yeah. not in depth. I just know that um, I just know that there's been a really, really, really bad like train wreck, contamination, spill yeah. that's going to affect like a lot of people. I just remember, do you remember back at, when we were growing up, if there was an oil spill and a seal got covered in oil, it, was a massive it deal. broke the news. Yeah, yeah the whole, uh, was it Louisiana, the Gulf Coast? Yeah. And how big of a deal that was? Yeah, which one was that? Um, or, um, yeah, what, what oil company? It started with an E, What didn't it? Do you remember? BP? Oh, BP. Was, oh, BP, yeah. yeah, BP was one. But there was one Thanks, when, we were, when we were younger. There was another one when we were younger that was bad, too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, this I've, I'm like you. I've followed it uh, from afar, obviously. But and I've been listening to it. Um, you ever listen to Breaking Points? You ever heard that? that? It's a it's a podcast, but it's a YouTube channel slash show, radio show, I guess. Uh-uh. They're two independent. They both worked in the news industry for a long time. It's it's a guy and a girl, and they the girl is more left leaning, the guy's more right leaning. Oh, and they it's it's they're an independent outlet. They in fact, they were doing so well. They started the show while they were part of big big media. Did so well, they went off on their own, and now they're just crushing it. Good for them. Uh, it's called Breaking Points. With yeah, uh, I, I like that. I with, it was uh, just I was thinking about that today. Yeah, about like even podcast hosts, right? And you kind of have this echo chamber, and we've talked about it. Like I love when different sides right. agree, and not the Skip Bayless and yeah, I mean, when it's made for TV. Yeah. Well, but, that's the good thing about these two is they they're they're not putting their opinion on stuff they're reporting the news they're yeah. true journalists they'll give their opinion some yeah but it's mostly objective reporting facts going in depth um and it's a hour and a 45 minutes with no commercial interruption so it's not like they have seven minute segments that they got to do their story and then move on to the next yeah. one so it's way better anyway they've been talking about it quite a bit the last few weeks oh. but yeah it's wild the people there i don't know if you've seen any of the pictures mm. like somebody took a picture from an airplane uh, like a passenger plane as they're flying by, it's like a massive ring of black smoke wow. covering this entire area. But another guy took a, a video on his phone. It looked like storm clouds rolling in, Dude. but it was black smoke from, because I guess they had to burn whatever chemicals okay. to prevent an explosion. They had to do a controlled burn. Okay. When they did that, it just created all sorts of. Ha- it's in the water system. I was gonna say that they the were air. saying in the water. That's yeah. where it's like the pets worst. are dying in the pets. area. Heads are falling yeah, off. <laughs> uh, people are having to leave this. I mean, it's a small town. I mean, yeah. just imagine having. But they're saying the water supply could affect millions. Well, because you know rivers run obviously downstream, and you know somebody. What? In fact, somebody took a rock and threw it in one of the rivers near there, and it like bubbled up. No. The water like was like bubbling up. Yeah. So it's it's not Man. a good situation and, at all. And it's not I mean, I haven't seen it. I, I, I yeah. Now, I mean, granted, the, I'm not a big news watcher. I'm not either. I'm not either. They're they're my source of news yeah. pretty much. I okay. don't go to CNN or Fox News or So do you like jump that. on YouTube and you like I I listen to the audio. I I just have them on my app on my podcast. Interesting. App. Okay. So it's, it's breaking points with breaking Crystal points. and Sagar. And they're right. really good. I think they do two or three episodes just, a week. You guys just got a new uh there you go. New, so, new listener. Yeah, objective uh news journalism. Go go check them out. Um but anyway, yeah, it's a it's one of the and it, and it highlights we talked about it in the dopamine book when the problem doesn't personally affect you, how little you pay attention. Yeah. Like me and you and I were vaguely following like for these people this is 
real life. Like this is their every day. They're having to leave their town. Who knows? Small towns, people don't, it's not like people come in and out and move. That's, that's generations of families. Yes. Stereotypically in a small town. Yeah. And so to have to leave your town with who knows how much money in your bank account, like what right. do you do? What yeah, do I was going to say, I mean, does insurance cover that? Like it's apparently it's been a debacle, just oh, all fronts that, you know, the government's not really talking much about it. You know, the FEMA's finally gotten there and, and helping a little bit, but yeah, it's, it's bad news. And, and again, it's, I feel bad as a human being that I don't pay it to more attention, but at the same time, I was like, what do I? What? Well, yeah, that, that's Other a than hard donate part. money. What do yeah, I do? Yeah, donate, and I think just kind of keeping them, you know, in your thoughts and prayers. I yeah. mean, we saw what it did for Demar, right? Like, yeah. it's important when people that are going through something know that, um, you know, their country is behind them and supports right. them, and and hopefully that there's monetary help. There's you know just bringing somebody in. Hopefully, the hospitality standpoint. If you do have to relocate, like. Someone's willing to open their door and say, "Hey, look, take you in, yeah. help you out, and yeah, yeah hopefully, crazy. hopefully, we rally to help them." That's yeah, crazy. But to what your point earlier, it is it does highlight. I mean, there's so many good independent yeah. outlets out there now. The yeah. big, you know, media corporations yes. that are maybe covering it, maybe not because of their relationships and who's Sponsors sponsorships and, and yep. things like that. You got all this these independent people that are like, no, we're going to cover this type of stuff because yeah. it's important, and so that's why it's cool. Like I said, breaking points with Crystal and Saga. Well, so. I love and and even the independent like the podcast platform and YouTube and all that for the most part, right? Censorship is at a minimum, right? So you can say things that yeah. need to be said right. in a way that people can understand and comprehend a lot more um, detailed than yeah. you absolutely know, your traditional. Yeah, you're not. Stories. You're not. You're not. Beholden to number one sponsors, but number yeah. two segments. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Commercial breaks. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, that's why podcasts are so much better. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a news station, even a local news. I don't even watch that. I last night I was uh, I was flipping through and Deucey was on and he was talking about. Um, See the sports guy. Yeah, he was talking about uh, Max Duggan uh, from TCU. How he got oh, the Max okay. Um, the yeah the quarterback of TCU. Anyways. And I just it, I forgot how choppy it was because you say okay they can't spend seven minutes on a topic yeah they have fifteen seconds right. on a topic to answer yeah yeah and it's like what did I just right. what did I actually get out of this when you first said Max Duggan I thought you were talking about the kid that won the slam dunk contest did you hear about that <sighs> over the weekend yeah that was Mac McClung yeah. yeah have you ever heard had you ever heard of him before I feel like I've seen one of his high school yes. so is he in high school. Or was he? I mean, no, no, no. He 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 went viral first in high school. I think he okay. graduated high school like seventeen or eighteen. Okay, he's a five eleven. I don't know how tall he is. Six yeah. foot, not very tall. I, remember, I saw some of the clips walking by some <laughs> NBA guys, and he was yeah. little. Yeah, he's he, he looks like an accountant. He does not look oh, like a yeah. basketball player. Oh yeah, he's probably five eleven, six foot, little white kid. Not exactly your stereotypical freak athlete, but the dude can hop. Oh my gosh, it was out the gym, crazy. So is he playing still, or is so that he's was in just the D league? Okay. And and he's I feel like he's kind of come up and down. He actually has a really cool backstory. I haven't followed it super closely, but supposedly he turned down over a million dollars this year to go to Turkey and play. Because he said, no, I want to stay in the D-League. This is where the NBA coaches are. My dreams to play in the NBA. This is where I want to be. Mm. And so he went to Texas Tech. Either either originally went to Texas Tech and then transferred to Georgetown or vice versa. Went okay. to Georgetown and then transferred. I know he played at both schools. Okay. Um, freak athlete, yeah. Didn't doesn't necessarily translate to you know crazy in game yeah. ability, but 
man, if you like the underdog, if you want to root for the underdog, that is a dude That's awesome. to get behind. Because, again, he's foregoing money, real money, that he could be making for this opportunity. Well, it reminded me of some good money no, now. <laughs> well, but he's playing He's playing G League. They don't make much. I'm not talking about G League. I'm talking about now what he's making from social media. Well, I was going to say that, that and over the weekend he went – Absolutely oh, mega gosh. viral, and yeah, and there's no telling what his life. So he like made now. and he made all those on his first attempt too. He yes. didn't miss any ducks. Yeah, yeah he That's nuts. he's a freak show. That's absolute nuts. freak show. It was really cool. So and it was subtle stuff too, like the the first one that he did where he took it off the took it off of the guy, went over the two guys, and then bounced it off, off the, the backboard, backboard and yeah. then did it. That's I one of those like, you don't catch it first what? time until the second. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch it two or three times. Yeah. So I don't follow NBA. I could care less. It's just same. For whatever reason, NBA just doesn't resonate with me. Same. And I, I mean, I could count on one hand the amount of minutes I've watched in Same. the last five years, but I can get behind a, a story like that. Yeah. So anyway, that was cool. Uh, that happened over the weekend. Uh, before we jump into today's topic, though, I do want to shout out our sponsors, yeah. our partners. Um, first and foremost, Sleep Number. We come in week in, week out. I think everybody up to this point is caught up with the idea that sleep is important. Yeah. I think we feel it now more than ever. I think we see it now more than ever. It's talked about now more than ever. And there is nobody else out there in the sleep game doing bigger, better, more technologically advanced things yep. than sleep number. So that's the technical side, the, the product that they created, mm -hmm. which is an unbelievable product. We talked about this last week, though, the people behind it. Yes. That's what, that's what a lot of my money, I like to spend my money on nowadays, yep. is I'm more mindful of who's behind the product. Yeah. And they are just the top-notch, mm -hmm. best of the best people so go to sleepnumber.com go to a local store they're everywhere I actually have one right down the street from me um, about to upgrade what? my uh, my sheet game my, my sheets same are getting, uh, same yeah. tiff asked me actually this morning on my way here she was like hey can can i get that contact yeah you need to get yeah. some more sheets Gotta upgrade that um but uh, story about that really quickly is um so i was sick kind of beginning of last week and just like my body hurt and the ability to to change the positions right and sleep in certain positions no doubt, I probably shaved a day off of yeah. my overall because I got rest. Yeah, I actually slept when I was when I was sick. Like on Monday, I left here when I had to dip. I literally finished a call and I was asleep by like three thirty or four, oh, wow. and then I didn't wake up until the next morning at like eight a.m. So the last episode we recorded last week, just know Ty's yeah. coming. He's playing through adversity. <laughs> because we record that episode oh. last week's episode and yeah. apparently you weren't hurting. I know you weren't feeling great, but I didn't yeah, know it was I, like was, that. I was hurting and I and I fell asleep. I like I said, I had to finish a call, fell asleep, and I didn't wake up until we have a Tuesday morning meeting. Yeah. I literally turned wow. it on in the background just so I was on. And wow. sorry, Brad, if you're listening. Um <laughs> was totally paying attention. It was totally yeah. engaged. But like great. slept until like nine thirty that next day. Jeez. Yeah, dude, it was but dude, if that's be, not an endorsement, I don't know what I, it is. That's what I'm saying is because I could sleep, because yeah. of the comfort, because of the positions, like it got me able to breathe, like it took stress off of my back. And then Tiff is now not feeling great uh -oh. and same thing. Yeah. And so she actually like woke up this morning and I was like, hey, how'd you do? She was I actually slept. Like I don't feel great still, but I slept all night long. That's right on. So it was great. I don't want to add any more to that. That's perfect. Yep. It's a great endorsement. So go to sleepnumber.com. Or local store. And then also our other partner, Choctaw Casinos and Resort. Yeah. We teased this last week. Today it's legit. I think it's, what, 79 degrees True. outside and perfectly Dude. sunny as we're recording this. Yep. So to me, that reminds me of this is the second summer the resort-style pool will be open. Yep. My kids asked yesterday if they could swim. And I was like, oh, we're getting to that yeah. time of year. Absolutely. It's that we're, time of we're year. We're getting there. So get yourself up to Choctaw. 
great new resort style pool, brand new hotels. That's not to mention all the slot machines, the games that they have, all the restaurants that they have. Tons and tons of. I mean, summertime is a great time for concerts. Concerts. I was just gonna say. And, I, I was just talking to a client who works with Choctaw as well. They do a bunch with them, and um, they were just raving about the concerts they have. Mm -hmm. They're based out of Duran, Oklahoma, as yeah. well, and they're raving about the concerts they have there. So go check those out because I mean, world class concerts in a world class venue that just sounds amazing. That's right. That's right. It's a short drive up I seventy five if you're here in Dallas, uh, and it's the only entertainment venue that'll pay you. You'll leave there with more money than you got there. Sometimes. Well, sometimes. Unless you suck at games. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I was actually talking to one of the Dude Perfect guys, and he was up there this last week. He loves going up there as well, so you may catch a yeah. Dude Perfect guy up there. There you go. Yeah, you may catch a celebrity. Unlike Tyler now, you may catch a real celebrity nah, You'll walk right by both of us <laughs> until we start talking. Uh, so appreciate Choctaw Casino's Resort for their support as well. So topic today, um, I don't know if you've caught this the last two episodes uh, actually, let me let me back up a little bit. Let me let me lead into it this way. I think when parenting, one of the biggest challenges with parenting is all of the nine hundred ninety-seven thousand four hundred sixty-three things that you have to think about when you're raising this little human. Mm -hmm. And then if you have multiple kids, it's multiply that by how many kids you have because yep. <laughs> no kids the same. And so. I'm thinking about all these life lessons I want to impart and what's sticking, what's not, what's, what are they gravitating towards? How, what's their personality like? Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest cliches I think I heard growing up, not from my parents necessarily, but just from society in general was you can do anything. Mm -hmm. You can be anything. You can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. That was one of the, I don't know if you remember hearing that growing yeah. up at all. Oh yeah. Um, that was, that was a very big tagline growing up. And again, I don't know if you've caught this the last couple episodes with Mark Herzlick and Phil Boone, but they've both, without provocation, they've both mentioned that, like Mark, for instance, his his biggest thing lie society tells you is you can you can be anything yep. you want to be, yep. and then Phil touched on that as well. So they actually took the stand the opposite stance. You yeah. can't be anything that you want to be. And I want to expand on that because actually that we posted a clip a few weeks ago from Mark's episode and it was that, it was that one clip about him talking about, you can't be anything that you want to be. And we got some pushback from, from some people in the comments. And when you first hear that statement, no, you can't be anything that you want to be. I'll admit my first react, my initial reaction, my gut reaction is, well, that's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear that. But as I think through it, and I want to get your perspective on this, what do you think about that statement? You can either take one side of the other, you can be anything that you want to be, or you can't be anything that you want to be. What do you, what's your overall thought on that? Because I think this is one of those lessons that I'm going to have to, you know, discuss with my kids. Yeah. And I have some thoughts on how I'm going to go about that. I'm curious what you think. Yeah. So, um, so there's some some things that you just can't overcome, um, you know, and, and and I think like cliche wise, if you're five five, chances are you're not going to be an NBA player. Mm -hmm. Muggsy Bogues did it, right? So people have done it. So I think you can be, you can be anything. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that. Um, but. But I think the question is, 
and and I learned this kind of going through the transition out of football and onto something is I could have done anything, right? I could have uh, I could have been a doctor, I could have been a lawyer, I could have been a truck driver, I could have been, I mean, a Santa Claus. You, I think that you can do anything if you are willing to put in the work that it takes to achieve that goal and live with the sacrifices that it takes to get there. I think the bigger question is, um, I think the bigger question is, is more is, do you want to do something with your giftings, talents, and passion? Mm -hmm. And I think identifying that, because again, I could have been anything that I want. When you finish football, if you were to, to decide, tell me a job that 100% was off the board. For me? For you. Was there any job? Well, yeah, I mean, because I'm limited by my skills, mm -hmm. my education level. All things that can change. All things that they, they could have changed. They, they, yeah. Still could. Right. I mean, there's people that are going to law school in their 50s and 60s. Sure. So I guess the you, question you still could. Yeah. No, I guess the question is, is it in that person's DNA? Like you say, you could be, you could have been a doctor. Mm -hmm. You could have been a lawyer. Yes, you absolutely could have. You have that skill set if you so choose. Yeah. But what about the person that they don't have that skill set? They don't have the mental capacity. They can't yeah. retain information. That's where my it's argument more, is, is it, you can't be anything you it, want. It, but it takes more. Like it just takes more work. Are you willing to put in the work to overcome any shortcomings that you have, whatever area maybe that you struggle with? Like, like you, you hear stories of, of single moms that go to medical school, raise kids, they get them, they will themselves through seven years of absolute hell because they know on the other side of it, it's worth it. And they do it. Now, you, there, is, there is an element of time that plays into it and how much you can do. Like right now, uh, for you to say, I want to be an NBA basketball player. Well, now, no. Because you can't go back right. and relearn all those skills at five years old. Right. So there's a time. Nor did that desire even occur to me. Right, right. But I'm, let's just say it did. Yeah. But when we're telling our children at three, four, five, because I think that's what this conversation is more geared around, right? Talking to our kids. Yeah. Is when we're talking to them, and I, like my son wants to be an NFL player, my, my nine-year-old. And the conversation I'm having with him is, bud, you can do it. But are you willing to put in what it takes to get there? So I think in that scenario, let's use that example. Yeah. You probably see limitations in your son uh -huh. that would hinder him from accomplishing absolutely that goal. Absolutely. The question is, is it helpful for you to, in a negative way, so that's crush that spirit and crush that dream? Now, if your son had no desire to be a football player, Mm-hmm. He was into chess. Yep. The conversation changes. Yeah. So to me, I, where I sit today, and again, this is my first time parenting, <laughs> uh -huh. I think my stance today is I'm going to enhance, help them enhance, help them find mm -hmm. what it is that they are, what it is they desire. Yeah. What is their interest in? Like my two boys, for instance, are completely different when it comes to the sports topic. Yeah. My oldest son has always been in sports, has always been gifted that way. Second son could care less. He'll get into it a little bit, but he's more interested in trucks, cars, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. and if he's I, at an age where it's he, yeah, still he's hard. Three, Cooper, right. you, you're older, was like 
all in from the day right. he came out. And of that's it. and that's all yeah. I have to compare it yeah. to. Cooper yeah. at, at two was into. I mean, we would literally even before that we would sit there and watch baseball as a kid, yeah, and remember. he would sit there just locked in yeah. to a baseball game. He's can't even walk yet. Yeah. Whereas my other son, there's no he's yeah. so. To me, it's what skills do they have? What desires do they have? What talents and abilities yeah. do they have? Yeah. To me, that's where I come in and say you can do anything yeah. within that realm. Yeah. But for me to sit here and say you can do anything that, that every any possibility is open, I'm yeah. not sure how helpful that is if they don't have the desire. That's right. To do just yeah, and I think just anything. Parents, that's our job is we have to navigate that. Right. So we have to understand what their their desire early on is and and be honest with them like we can be encouraging because i think that it's really important that um like optimism is is apparent very very apparent from a parenting perspective because i think kids feed off of that right they feed off of positivity or they feed off of negativity and do you want do you want to encourage their confidence or do you want to deflate their confidence but you also have to be honest so that like uh, Phil's kids, when he said, "You know, the only the only criticism I may have is that you told us we could do anything, yeah. and you we had, you really had us believe, and we could, yeah." Do anything. But I would go back and say, "Okay, what is it that you wanted to do then that now you're saying you couldn't do?" Mm -hmm. Okay, well, did you put in the work back then? That's us as parents. That's why we've got to be present and through the process. It's okay from my experiences from my knowledge and me and having a son that says he wants to play football which again i think he likes the idea but i don't know if he really truly loves it but like okay you say you want i know enough to get you to a certain point but then as parents also too we have to be ready to say okay now i need to bring in outside help right now yeah. i need it and i'm not saying hey like get your kid into like one-on-one -on -one, you know throwing get a throwing coach at six years old sure. but what i'm saying is we know enough to encourage them, but also it's like, hey, did you get up and do the things today? Did you get better or did you take a step closer to your dream of being an NFL player today? Yeah. Did you or did you not? Because it's important that you do, but also it's also about how big that step is. Because for some people, that step on a daily basis needs to be larger because you have to make up ground just from God-given talent. But I, I don't believe that there's anything truly, if you are absolutely 100% like absolutely passionate about, unless you have some sort of disability, like say you want to be a pilot and you are legally blind. Right. Like that's something that yeah. like you can't overcome that. Right. 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 Um, but outside of that, I do believe that you can encourage them and you can take steps from an early age. And sometimes it takes a kid starting a career path at 10. Right. Yeah. If that's really truly what they want. But to say oh no you can't do everything, I I think it discredits the amount uh and the value of of work, dedication, discipline, all of those things because I do think that those can stack up and you can make up ground if you do it in a certain way. Yeah, and it may be semantics, but I think the statement is misguided that you can do anything because the fact of the matter is you're going to have a set of skills, a set of abilities, a set of desires, a set of a life experience yeah. that's going to limit you to a certain number of things that you actually can do. So when you say you can do, do anything. Could do or could do easily. Well, even, but again, for me, it's, it, 
my musical talent was never, let's take that for example. Yeah. That never, that, that thought never even crossed my mind. I want to be a musician one day. So, so for me to put, say, yeah, I can be a musician it for me, for my per- personal experience, yeah. that was not in the cards for me because I showed no desire for music, no, no ability for yeah. music, didn't have a family background in yeah. music in no way, shape or form did anything, does anything in my brain or DNA say, yeah. I'm going to be a, a musician. One but day. what is the first question that you asked? The first question you asked was you can do anything you want to. Yeah. You can be anything you want to be. Well, number one is you have to want to be that. Right. And that's the point. Right. I think I think the statement you can be anything you want to be, it feels a little bit cheap. It feels a little bit yeah. um lazy. Mm-hmm. If that's not too strong. Yeah. A, yeah, a yeah I agree. So I guess my overall point is I want to figure out or help my kids instead of saying, Hey, you can do anything you want to do. You can be anything you want to be. Yeah. I want to take the active approach of uh-huh. helping them find what they really want to go after. Yeah. And then in that realm, yeah. So let's say my kid, no, neither one of them show any musical inclination. Yeah. yeah. But let's say they did. Yeah. Now my job as a parent is to help them explore that, explore that yeah. desire. Yeah. And in that realm, yes, you can be a musician if you do A, B, C, D. Yeah. Which I don't know exactly what those are. But my point is because they're showing interest, because they're showing desire, yes. despite their limitations, yep. I'm going to really feed in that. I think that's a healthy yeah. reinforcement as opposed 100%. to just saying, Hey, bud, you can do anything you want to do. Yeah, and then just leave it. And just leave leave them off their own. Like, that's our job is to nurture and encourage and then lead because they don't know, hey, I want to be able to sing. I got to get a vocal coach. Or I need to get guitar lessons. Or I need to learn how to read sheet music or all these things. They don't know that at an early age. So as parents, we can can put them in those positions. Mm -hmm. But I agree, number one, it has to start with them deciding that that's something that they're interested in. Right. Now, kids at very early age, right? I wanted to be a pilot when I was younger. I thought that was awesome, and I really wanted to. And I, you know, started like early on, like, okay, what do I need to do for school? Do I need to go military? Like, I was set going to military. Like, that was what I was going to do. And then, and then there was a vision challenge that I had, and I was like, oh, well, I can get LASIK, so I'm good. But then I lost the passion for it, right? And I didn't want to be a pilot anymore. That's the other thing is kids. You change, changes, right? Yeah, it changes. You change. it when, changes. You're, when you're eight, you want to do something. When you're totally. twelve, you want to do something different. Totally. So that's the other thing is it ebbs and flows. You got to be you got to be fluid with that. Yeah, but but outside of I think being a professional athlete and anything that's kind of somewhat age restricted, I take that back. No, see, I see. Even like, think about it, modeling. I, think about modeling. When I was right? thinking about this topic, by the way, yeah. I went back and forth. Dude, no, you can't yeah. be anything you want to be. Yes, you can Wait be anything you want to be. Yeah, you know, you can't do anything you want. To be. I, I went back. Think and forth. Think about now, like models. It, honestly, it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, like it really doesn't. Like they're all types and sorts and shapes and colors and, I mean, at mo- totally different. So if like you want to be a model, like there's going to be a lot of work that take mm-hmm. it takes. I mean, think about this, like. You could be, you could be ugly. You could look like me, but you can get absolutely shredded, and that is one hundred percent in your control. And be a fitness model. Yeah. Doesn't matter what your face looks like. Right. You could be ugly as sin. You might have to take a lot more stuff to get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then, the, but then there's but you there's can skin do treatments. Yeah. You could dye your hair. There's all sorts of stuff you can do right. if that's something that you're totally into and, and want to chase. Yeah. No, you're definitely right. Something like that has definitely changed over the course of the last thirty years, twenty yeah. years, because yep. 1995, not anybody could be because the window was so small. Totally. It now was, you're right. Yeah. You look like Cindy Crawford, or yeah. or that's it. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So what are you, how are you, okay, let's, let's take your, if you don't mind, let's uh -huh. take your son as an example. Yeah. Again, you understand exactly mm -hmm. what it's going to take to get mm -hmm. there. You see his limitations, you see his abilities, you see his desires. Mm -hmm. What he's saying today is I want to be an NFL player. Yeah. So for you as a dad, how are you cultivating that? What are you, what are some things that y'all are doing at home to encourage that? Yeah. And, yeah. And so so with this, with this and, and a number of others is there's a balance because Number one for me, I want to make want him to maintain that desire. Mm. So forcing him into it is going to push him away, especially. And you got to know your personality. That's that's him. Like if I force him, if I like make him, it's if I make him get up and go train, he doesn't want to do it. When it's his idea, he can crush it. He actually does really well. Um, so there's got to be the element with with football and in a lot of sports is they're too hard not to have fun doing it yeah especially at this age right and so so encouraging just the passion for it is number one i can do a much better job of um of being present and then even even like stepping back sometimes because how hard is that it's super hard yeah. because he and i are wired very differently like my younger son and i are wired like similar where and my oldest daughter she's a beast like she'll go 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 and like won't complain, won't whine. Whereas he, he, he just is different in that mm -hmm. way. Um, like he, and we've talked about this. He doesn't, he doesn't push back on pressure, right? He typically will like give in mm -hmm. to pressure. So there's some things there. And so I'm learning and I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I support this, create some resilience from him? Um, but also just like, it, I, I I want him to be able to use his personality traits, his giftings, and then want to do it himself and get through it himself. So for him, it's part of it is being his fan and not his coach. And I catch myself all the time like, oh, you need to do this. Hey, when you throw it, make sure you're throwing here. Oh, when you catch it, two hands. Hey, stronger hands. I mean, like, I'll just like boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom, 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 constant. Yeah. Like, if we, I feel you. On and that. he asks me all the time, hey, can we just go play catch? Can we go play catch? Can we go play catch? I mean, it's two or three times a day, minimum. Can we go play catch? And, and usually it's by the end, it's like, okay, fine. You know, I, I need to be able to say, look, this email can wait, this call, whatever like i need to be able to like put some things aside within reason right mm -hmm. put some things aside and say look dude i'm all in let's go let's 15 minutes dude let's let's catch 50 balls yeah um, and in that 15 minutes it's knowing is this 15 minutes where we're just playing catch and we're just being yes. dad and son yeah or is this 15 minutes of i'm gonna give them feedback i'm gonna give them coach like it's knowing that yeah too, i think right? it can be both right I, th I think it can like i think it's um i mean they're smart. They know, like, hey, I'm not doing this, but like to the point where let them ask. Mm -hmm. Again, with him, it's got to be his idea. Right. So if you're just if if you're just forcefully inserting coaching points all the time, he feels like I'm I'm not good enough. Right. I'm ju I'm getting yeah. judged. Right. Where like my oldest like thrives on that. Like, hey, do this. Okay, cool. And like really focus on it. Uh, like we had, a, we had a conversation uh, Saturday morning. We had this little playoff basketball game, and we went out, and it was like freezing, like it, yeah, it was freezing. It was in like the twenties. We're outside shooting hoops, and I just went out to like be there for him and support him. And I ended up like raising my voice and like, you got to be coachable. And I'm like, <laughs> and it, where are the basketball hoops at in our house? It kind of echoes, and I heard myself. I'm like, oh, 
dude, yeah. don't be that dad. Please don't be that dad. So it, being able to nurture the passion, I think, is number one. Whatever it is, whether it's being hard and coaching and pushing them or encouraging fun and then let them, and then when they come and ask for help, but back to the point is being honest. I am honest with them. Like, hey, bud, the NFL, you've got a lot of things to do, and you are built like a tackle, not a quarterback or a receiver or a running back at this point right now. Mm -hmm. So if those are things that you want to do, you've got to work on speed. You've got to work on agility. You've got to work on hands. You've got to work on these things because other kids your age that are in those positions, they just have, they've developed those skills before you have. So you got to catch up. Right. Yeah. That's the, it's the hard part of parenting slash the exciting part. Yeah. And keeps it fresh is like you said, when you're out there with your daughter, yeah. You can coach her a certain way. You can guide her a certain way. You yeah. can talk to her a certain way. But then you've got to switch that off. As soon as you start doing one-on-one with your yeah. son, totally. you've got to completely totally change different. your approach. Yep. My oldest son, and again, my youngest son hasn't shown a lot of desire for, for sports. It's more trucks and fun. And again, he's young. Yeah. He's three. Yeah. But my six-year-old is, he's a weird balance of, he appreciates the coaching, but not too much coaching. Yeah. He's like your son, meaning he wants to have the idea himself. Yeah. So when we're out playing, you know, soccer in the backyard, I have to be very careful with how much feedback I'm giving yeah. versus how much encouragement I'm giving. Yeah. And I haven't quite st- struck the balance. A lot of times it ends up in tears. But. Yeah, and I and I thought about this the other day. Um, is we they like the my boys love doing one on ones, and my older one just crushes the little one. But like, because he's so much taller sure. and bigger, and but. Um, yeah, three years is might as well be thirty years. At yeah, that age. and my 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 nine year old is huge for his age, and then my six year old is tiny for his age. <laughs> so it's like this is this, is not, this David not and Goliath thing going on, right? But I, I was thinking about this because um, my younger one got frustrated; he wanted to leave, and I just remember I'm like, okay, what's more important that he gets we throw a hundred balls to each other and I don't coach him at all. And he loves it. Cause he's having fun. Is he going to get better then or throwing 10 and he quits because dad's yelling at him about not yeah. doing things right. Yeah. He's going to get better throwing a hundred balls. Mm-hmm. So like just, I think parents out there, keep that in mind is repetitions do add up. Like you can subtly change technique. You can clean that up over time, but like, What's most important, especially for like hand-eye coordination, is repetitions. Yeah. Well, and that's the hard part in this example because I do feel like I have something to offer and give. <laughs> I wish you and knew so, how good yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly that, but yeah, sort of. But pretty meaning, much. <laughs> meaning I know way more now yes. than what, and it's not my dad's fault, but than what my dad knew when he was growing mm-hmm. up and playing mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. just because of life experience yep. and where I played and, yep. and, and playing as much as I did. So – that's the fr- other frustrate is I know, but he doesn't, sometimes my six-year-old, he doesn't want to coach. He wants yeah, his dad. That's He just wants to play. Yep. He doesn't care about this technique or that technique or if this is going to, he doesn't grasp that this is going to make me a better player. Yeah. He just wants to have fun with his dad. And yeah. again, maybe that changes as he gets older um, and, and more mature. But again, for me, it's sprinkling enough of that coaching and that yeah. feedback to where it's helpful, like you yeah. said, I think that was a great example, but not too much to where it, he wants to quit and yeah. not play anymore. That's right. In fact, we were out playing soccer yesterday at the park, and there was a 
it was a dad and his son and then another dad. And they looked like they were brothers. So it was like a cousin brother type deal. Okay. Uh, and this dad and his son were on the same team playing the uncle and the cousin. Mm-hmm. And this dad was just crushing his son. I mean, just, and it's one of those things. It's like being detached from this situation. Yeah. I can easily, it's easy to judge for sure in the moment of, I, I, I know what he's doing. He's yeah. trying to help his son be better, but just, Stepping back and hearing it from the outside, it, it, you just yeah. I felt horrible for because the kid was wearing like cargo shorts and like tennis shoes. Like yeah. he had no desire to yeah. be out there yeah. playing soccer, and you could just tell his dad was a good soccer player at some point. And so just anyway, that's not to judge the guy, but it was a good reminder to me of what it looks like and what the, how the kid. Well, and remember that. psychologically, and I've talked about this quite a bit. Psychologically, what are you reinforcing? Mm-hmm. You're reinforcing. That performance is what it takes to get my love as a, as a parent, sure. as, a, yeah. as a dad. God, You've got to do this. You've got to do that. So, like, I think of that scenario, like, man, just being okay with your kid the way that they are, not where they're going to be someday. Mm-hmm. Like, right in this moment, like, there's teaching lessons, and there's certain things that I think foundationally it's like, hey, look, as a parent, like, we believe in these things, like, you know, for me, it's it's grit, humility, um, and then just, like, team-first mentality when it comes to sports. Like, those are things that, like, I'm going to probably always stay on you about. Like, I don't want you out there doing the gritty and spiking the ball on somebody. Like, we've had that conversation way too many times. Does, does, does your six-year-old walk anywhere no. anymore? Nope. Neither does mine. Nope. He, he nope. gritty. Six everywhere. and nine-year-old. <laughs> Everything. And when we were at the Super Bowl talking to Justin Jefferson, I was like, hey, bro. It's good to see that you actually know how to walk, that it's possible <laughs> to be able to do the gritty when you yeah. do it and then walk normally walk outside normal. of that. It's good to know because my, my kid hasn't figured that out yet. Bring, make, make walking great again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, you know, back to the point of enjoying your kid who they are. Like imagine like a two-on-two game. You're playing with your son and there's another dad and his kid. Mm-hmm. And you just being his fan, even yeah. though it's hard to turn the competitiveness off. Like, I just think about that interaction, man, and the beauty on the other side of it, as opposed to, you know, a dad just being on his kid about it. Because all that does is that reinforces your only value to me is when you perform and you make me proud. And yeah. that's not, that's, that's too much pressure for a kid, especially younger kids like ours. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to be mindful of that because it is a weird ego thing for me yeah. that how my six-year-old performs on Saturdays and Sundays is a reflection on my parenting. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It, which is never thought I would, thought. never thought I yeah. would be that person. So I'm, I'm very much like that with my six-year-old. Yeah. I'm hard on him. I want him to yeah. do well. Yeah. Obviously for him, but there's the ego part yeah. that wants it as a reflection. Like it's very important to me that yeah. he performs well, which is yeah. so stupid to say. Yeah. And and I think yeah. about his long term growth and his long term and like it and how much joy it's gonna bring if he becomes, you know, this great star athlete. And so it's very much how I am with my six year old. With my three year old, there's no pressure on that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I'm very relaxed with him. And again, yeah. I think it's partially because of just their desires and what they want. Yeah. Um, but with my three-year-old, like I find myself just like when he tries to play soccer with us and stuff, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> with my six-year-old, when he was three, I probably would have been like, "No, do it this way." Yeah. But with yeah. my other, with my three-year-old, it's like it's just funny, and yeah. I and I'm laughing the whole time, and it's <laughs> fun to be out there. Yep. And so you're right. I'm gonna have to be very mindful as my six-year-old grows up, yeah. because he is a lot like me in that way of uh-huh. of wanting to excel at sports. 
and that's something I feel like I know very well. Yeah, it's it's pulling back the reins. This is his journey, not mine. Yeah. Stop living, trying to live through. Because what I see is I can fix all of my mistakes 100%. that I made. Yeah. I can undo everything that I screwed up as a kid in the sports world and make it better so my six-year-old doesn't screw Man, up. And I just think, and my dad, my dad didn't insert too much. Like my as dad far didn't as like coaching he was, he and was, stuff like that. Yeah, he didn't either. Um, but even the very few times, and he would wait until I'd ask, which, man, I, I respect so right much. That's wisdom. Um, is what I, even those times, what I remember most is, if I had a bad game, literally, and I just, like I'm literally still kind of emotional. If I had a bad game, he didn't have anything to say. He he'd like, hey, I love you, bud. Mm. I know that was tough, and like just that being there. When like my son comes off the court, sometimes I can't wait to get in the car and start talking through Sorry, the checklist yes. of the things. You know what I mean? I do the same thing, and it's like we're horrible. What I know, I know what kids need is they need the unconditional love of their parents. Yeah. They don't need another coach. Right. They're going to be coached and judged their entire life. Absolutely. Now, that being said, I we do need to lead our kids, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain things, but there's a time and a place and in the 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 wisdom that you said is is the ability to to discern which moment is appropriate and which isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, maybe in closing here that the mantra I try to repeat myself is what foundational skills uh, are they learning? Yeah. The details are less important. Yeah. The avenue with which they choose to express these mm -hmm. foundational principles, grit, determination, hard work, all that good stuff. Yeah. Whether it's through sports, whether it's through music, whether it's through, you know, construction, whatever it is that they do. Yeah. Being okay with the, the mode, the modality, yeah. as long as those foundational principles. Right. And so again, I think, I think, the way I'm approaching this, just based on this topic as it is, is I'm not going to be lazy with my kids and say, you can do anything. Yeah. And you yes. got it. It's helping them figure out what they're passionate about, yeah. figure out what they, their abilities are. Yeah. And then through those avenues, all right, now you can accomplish. You, you can take this as far as you want to take it. I've seen it. There's countless examples of people that have had less than you and have done more. Yeah. based on this avenue, based on this desire. 100%. And for me, that's my job as a parent. It's not to say that they can do anything. It's to help them find the things that they can do and they're yeah. passionate about that they desire and, and excel in those things. And they may be different than what is right. in, that you yeah. are wired to to be passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I think you're, you're exactly right. To be able to expose your kids to different things and let them, and not just stay within your comfort zone. Hey, we live in Texas. We're playing football. Mm-hmm. We were on track. That's what we do. You know, we play baseball. Like, yeah. that's it. Right. It's like, no, like, get them out. Like, let them figure it out. Like, my daughter just asked if um, she could do a, um, like, a graphic design class. Like, that's nothing <laughs> that Tiffany and I, but, like, she asked about it. So, we're like, you know what? Like, go ahead. Let's explore that. Like, go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get you. We'll find a class or whatever, some opportunity to do something like yeah. that. Because... I know nothing about that. And that's probably better. Yes. Now you don't have to worry about giving coaching. Yes. You can just encourage yes. her. Yes. You can give her the resources. Yeah. Put those things around her and let her explore that until yeah. she doesn't want to anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a much, it's, it's almost like, man, I went like my three year old, like I'm glad he's not into sports. Now it takes all the pressure off. Yes. Of me having to decide yeah. and coach and, and again, I'm sure he'll do that stuff, but 
it's again it, the relationship's different it's it's yeah. really weird yeah already at six and three and then i've got another one on the way so it's yeah i've got to now rethink for the third time <laughs> so anyway now this was helpful i appreciate yeah. that that feedback because you're phil said it you're you're a you're a phase of life ahead of me and so it's helpful mm-hmm. to learn from because I know you've been through the fire on a lot. Well, of I was stuff. gonna say from mistakes, learning from mistakes, not not because I because I know, man. Cause no, it's yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to learn, right? Daily, yeah, daily. So anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Let us know what are you guys doing with your yeah. kids, and and for all of you that don't have kids yet, this conversation is probably foreign to you. But hopefully, you can bookmark it and listen to it later on uh, when you do have kids, um, because again, it's it's maddening at times. Yeah. But it's the greatest joy. Kids are complex, man. Yeah. Like it's every, it's completely unique. Every single one of them is completely right. unique. That's right. That's right. So anyway, appreciate you guys. Hope you have a great rest of the week, a great weekend. Um, we say this every time. The best way you can help us and, and support this podcast is by sharing it. Mm-hmm. Share it with some of your uh, friends that are parents. Start some dialogue with each other. Have a conversation like ty- We didn't plan this. We didn't script it. We just bounced ideas off each other. And this, I know it was helpful to me. Hopefully it was helpful to you all. But do the same thing. Maybe send yeah. this out to a group of your uh, guy friends, girlfriends that that are parents, and, and start that dialogue and help yeah. each other out. See what they think, yeah. what their opinions are. Like that's right. an easy way to start some like actual helpful conversations. That's right. Not just, not just. Oh, what are your kids doing? Oh, how's work? How's this? Like dig into it. Like yeah. become a community that builds each other up, not just like reinforces and you know reinforces like what you're doing or bad habits or you know just not running on a hamster wheel yeah. like find a community or or the community that you're in encourage that to be a helpful community appreciate you guys see you next week